Unless you start to be yourself, then you'll be willing to go and try that thing without your friend coming with you. You know, like one of the things in college I did, I used to go to concerts by myself because I wasn't going to let anybody prevent me from going and experience what I want to experience. (laughs) You know, I think a lot of times we're waiting for somebody to come with us. Welcome to another episode of Hey, I'm Listening. I'm Dr. Joan. And this week we are talking with Jamar Root about following your dreams and doing what you love. Welcome to the show, Jamar. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. So Jamar Root is an inspirational speaker that aims to inspire the world to find and live their passion. He also hosts a show and podcast called The Root of Everything, which has the same mission. On on the side, Jamar also runs his own micro content business. We'll talk about that, where he helps podcasters turn their full episodes into short form content for Instagram, TikTok and YouTube shorts. He's also a 2022 college graduate. Congratulations from Temple University with a bachelor's degree in sports and recreation management. He now resides in Dallas, Texas, where he is originally from. So, Jamar, let's get into it. What are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. How did you discover it? Mm -hmm. And how are you helping, you know, your process or how are you using your process to now help others? Yeah. So when I found my passion, it was because I was going into what I thought could be a passion. And Mm. so I was fully trying something out, fully seeing what it was because I was majoring in sports management. And I ended up being at this conference where I met my idol at the time. She was diversity inclusion manager for major league baseball. I played baseball when I was younger. It was like everything. And then I said a speech to introduce her at this conference. She came up to me. She was like, you're meant for so much more. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I want right. to be, so what do you mean I'm supposed to be more? And so that happened, COVID happened. And then I was like, okay, I think this is a sign I need to start and do something new because I started to realize I can't just do something I like the idea of that sounds good when I tell my mom's friend I'm doing this. It was like, okay, every moment I'm really enjoying it. Like I'm in the moment, I'm like liking it regardless of what people think. And so that's when I had the idea of starting my podcast, people always say, Jamar, you could really do a podcast. Yeah. So I was like, okay, podcast, but about what? And then I started to have people say, Jamar, whenever you're doing something, you're so passionate about it. Right. And then I took that time over COVID till I really meditate and reflect. And I just really loved um, talking about doing what you love to do. And I realized like throughout my entire life, I was always doing stuff I loved without really realizing it. And so I think I found my first passion in just speaking and inspiring others. And that led to more. But I think that first passion was just like being able to talk about the importance of doing what you love, because I just feel so comfortable being myself and doing what I know I'm meant to do. And, you know, not many people are in that position, right? Um, Because a lot of people, first of all, they get confused, um, especially when they're young, about what they should aim for. And what I find is that there's often not the guidance about pursuing passions Mm -hmm. and the conversation about what a passion is. So let's talk about that. What is a passion, Jamar? Yeah, I think and one of the things I like to talk about whenever I'm speaking at schools is um, that conversation with guidance. Like you get, okay, well, what are you good at? That's what they always ask me. I was like, what are you good at? 
Yeah. And then I was like, that's not the right question. It's what do I actually enjoy to do? And so I think, you know, your passion is something you enjoy doing regardless of what anybody else thinks. Mm -hmm. And so it's not what the person says you're good at or whatever it may be. It's what you absolutely love to do, regardless of the results, regardless if your mom thinks you're cool for doing it, regardless (laughs) of grades in it, because I was great at math. I thought that was my thing. And then I got to geometry and I was like, I don't like math, you know? And so I think passion is what you love regardless of the results, regardless of the approval. It's that thing that only you need, like all the love you give to it, it comes right back without any external things coming. I I like that because um, the, the first question I'd like to ask is, well, you know, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, something that you love, doesn't that mean you're gonna invest without even feeling de-energized or demotivated or, you know, all of that stuff. So doesn't that naturally mean that you then become successfully successful in it? Yeah, I like to, you know, I always tell people success is defined by yourself. There's no definition for success. Agreed. And so I, when people ask me, Jamar, do you feel like you're successful? I was like, I was successful the moment I decided to do what I love to do. Love it. You know, because the results or more for me to inspire other people. But like, I had the greatest gift in the world when I knew this is what I want to do, because I'm happy. That's my success. I'm happy. I like, agree. Right now, I, I'm agree. I think that's a transition point for many people, the mm-hmm. discovery of self, the discovery of the passion, because mm-hmm. I think you have to discover self first, and then the passions come, or maybe, you know, you're going to kind of do a seesaw. Is that the right word? Um, you, yeah. you know, between them. But um you know, the discovery of the passion is one of the greatest gifts that you can have. I agree. It's amazing feeling. So once you discover the passion, where do you go from there? You then go to goal setting with it. So for me, it was like, I found it. And especially for me, I think we we live in a society where it's like, you have so much pressure, like, okay, that's your passion, but let's be real here. You know, <laughs> you know. And so it's like, okay, what am I, what is my goal here? Is this what's going to be the thing I do on the weekend? Is this yeah. what's going to make my living? Is this like, you got to get real with yourself. And then I think that's when the discipline comes. And so I think once you're passionate about it, it's like, okay, how bad do you really want this? Mm. And I think for some people, your passion is the thing you do in your free time. And then for some people, they got to figure out a way because right. they can't like, for me, it's like, I can't function without doing as much as I want to do it, you know? Right. And so, right. It's like, okay, let me set this goal and not only set this goal, but how am I going to get there and being truly and hold yourself accountable. And so understanding that you're going to have to do some things you're not passionate about to fuel the passion. So Absolutely. like I'm out here refereeing volleyball games so that I can have the freedom to do this. Like there's all these things I'm doing that I might not be exactly passionate about, but my passion correlates with what I'm doing. Yes. You just have to sacrifice. And it takes work to figure that out, though, right? And it takes work to actually sit down and decide, well, what is my goal? Mm-hmm. And then to then strategize. And some people don't know how to strategize. So um, talk to us about, you know, the sports that you play and the strategies that are there. And then yeah. how you roll that over to the passions and strategizing for success. Definitely. So when I played um, sports, I was the kid who was um, dirty all the time. So like my parents would pick me up from school, like we have recess. I'm like completely feeling. <laughs> but 
I played baseball and that was my main sport. I also played basketball, but like if you saw me playing basketball, I was diving on the on the floor for the ball. Baseball, I'm <laughs> diving like every time. And so first I learned like the importance of just always giving it your all. Right. First, because you never know who's watching and you never want to leave anything like to not know if it could have happened. So right. whenever I was playing, if I failed, it was just because it was not possible. Right. It wasn't cards for me that day. It was never, oh, did I go hard enough that day? And so I brought that with me. I brought being willing to work with other people. So like when, like right now I, for my podcast, I have a um, a partner who films everything. We have to have chemistry. I can't just be thinking solely about me. I have a guest <laughs> I have. Yes, I have yes. So when I play sports, it was, okay, I have this passion. How do I like get into the little ball and use it strategically? Yeah. Yeah. And so I learned lessons in sports to work hard and to work with other people to then form. And then also like you have to reflect. So anybody who's played sports and they have that dad with them, you have your game and then you get your <laughs> car and it's like, you know, you didn't do this, this and this and this. Right. Right. And so being able to like perform and then being able to be analytical about your performance and then taking the next step forward every single time. Yeah. And so you mentioned so many great things in that, right? So the, first of all, the diving, you know, uh, you know, so the diving could be seen as the energy and yeah. the willingness to, you know, go deep um, and then exert that ultimate energy that is required for, for the game or winning the game, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then of course you then move through in your training and, and you're, you're playing the game. But then the other thing you mentioned is, is the dad. So the coach dad or the mentor or that individual who's willing to at least travel with you, Mm -hmm. uh, observe you as you play, offer the feedback. And then the ultimate, which is, I think what makes or breaks us. Is there a willingness to listen to the feedback, take it as hard as it may come, and then turn that around and use it to then accelerate to the next level. Right. Did I get all of that? Right. You definitely got all of it. Awesome. All of it. And I, I'm the third one. I'm still trying my best because I can be stubborn as can be. So <laughs> I think we all can be quite stubborn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, you know, the resisting part of youth as well. Right. right? I think, um, I think there's a, there's a, a substance to that, that gets you through uh, continuing to move in the direction that you want to go, right? Because uh, otherwise, uh, sometimes you'll listen too quickly and yeah. not temper uh, the encouragement or the discouragement or whatever it is that comes, and then you go off track, not really yeah. doing what you want to do. So I wouldn't necessarily give that a negative slant. I would say <laughs> that's a positive, right? <laughs> okay. Thank you. So this might seem like an odd question, but some people have no idea what they are passionate about. So then for those people who you're talking to and you're like, you're, you know, you got to find your passion, you know, and, and they they go searching kind of in their mind for like what that might be, but they have no clue what it looks like is the only thing that you can say to them. Well, what do you really enjoy? What if they don't know what they enjoy? What's the next step? Oh, I always tell people the first tip um, isn't even that. It's deciding to be yourself. Um, you're never going to find it because even if it's there, you're not going to acknowledge it because you're thinking about somebody else's opinion if you like it. And so for me, it's like, let me just be myself. Even if I don't know who that person is, let me walk as the person that isn't that doesn't care about the outside opinion. Yeah. When you start to walk in that person, the passion will almost attract to you. You know what yes. I mean? It'll just come and then just be like, oh. 
It's right there. It's not yes. that simple for everybody. Yes. But once you start to be yourself, then you'll be willing to go and try that thing without your friend coming with you. You know, right. like one of the things in college I did, I used to go to concerts by myself because I wasn't going to let anybody prevent me from going and experience what I want to experience. <laughs> right. You know, I think a lot of times we're waiting for somebody to come with us. Yes. We need a sign, like we need something. When yes. you start to just independently go and chase your life yes. and letting whoever's supposed to come with you come, then those things will start to come with you. But you, I think you can't force passion. Like you can do all this stuff. You might not find your passion until you're this age or this age. There's no yeah. time. I don't think anybody should be like, I should know my passion yet. Yeah. I think sometimes the time before our passion, we make it makes us realize how important and valuable it is to have it. So the time I spent, what am I supposed to do? Makes my time right now so much more valuable because now I understand how valuable it is. So you got to be yourself and then just try those things out regardless of what other people think. 